House of a Bass. I'm Ronnie Adams. And I'm Jacob Casas. And this episode is called Don't Shoot the Messenger. And just check us out. We are live on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. We have a special guest with you with us today. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, what's good, everybody? Uh, it's your boy, Simmons the Creative. Uh, you can check me out on my IG, Simmons underscore the underscore creative. That's X-M-M-N-Z. Uh, what I kind of got lost in the song. <laughs> no, it's, it's all good. We, we just like want to sh- shoot out your name, whatever you want to do. Shoot your Josh, Josh Simmons, right? That's, yeah. your, that's your name? Uh, Josh Simmons, but I go by Simmons, uh, my last name, because I'm hustling for my last mm-hmm. name. So, yeah, I'm just here to uh, check out my boys and, you know, shoot the shits and have a good conversation. Entrepreneur, producer. Yeah, so tell them a little bit about what you do. Like, why are you here, like, as a howler? Mm, I do a lot of things. <laughs> I really do a lot of things, which is, uh, man, I'm kind of like a renaissance man, so if, you, if you want to say so, but uh, I'm a entrepreneur of sorts, uh, rapper, producer, songwriter, writer, uh, photographer, videographer, clothing designer, uh, what else? Do music. Music, like, I, I, I do everything when it comes to creativity, like, that's why they call me Simmons to be creative. So how long have you been an entrepreneur for? Man, I want to say I had this spirit up in me since, like, as a young mustache. Like, when I was 18, like, I would do my music thing on the side or whatever, uh, growing up, whatever. And then fast forward or whatever, like, music with the with the homies that I was doing at the time, with, it kind of fell flat. So I shift uh, gears into camera work. So I started doing photography and videography. So a lot of people know me as a photographer, videographer. Uh, dude, because I shifted and you know, I still I still did music on the side, but it wasn't my bread and butter. I had to go where the money was at, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, I was doing my clothing brand as well, Simmons uh, Simmons Corner. So I have a website for that if you want to go check it out. Simmons Corner. Simmons Corner. Okay. So, spelled like uh, your last name, or spelled like S X M M N Z Corner. Simmons Corner. Com. But so. Yeah, so I got into the game, whatever it is. It was always something that was in me because of my family. I come from an entrepreneurial type of family. My mom did real estate and other numerous things. Stepdad, he always built homes, a uh, contractor. Uh, my grandfather was an entrepreneur. This is a whole list of people that was in my family. So that was just in the blood, you know. And uh, What about your brothers and sisters? you have any brothers and sisters? Are they entrepreneurs? Are they, they have like-minded? Much, like, even though, like, my sister, she's the one that's under me. I'm the oldest of five. Okay. Uh, she works a regular job, but she also does side hustles as an entrepreneur. My brother, Deontay, everybody know him as Prezi. He does his entrepreneurial things. PJ, he be out here doing his little thing. Uh, you might know him as Rock Boy. My younger brother, Ryan, uh, he's the youngest of us all. Uh, he does entrepreneurial things as far as contracting. So, like... So, it's five kids and all five are... Entrepreneurs, hustlers, hustlers. hustlers. So, so uh, I saw on um, I was I was checking a lot of your stuff out throughout the time when uh, Ronnie was talking about wanting to bring you on. Yeah, and I saw that you did um, a shoot for a big influencer. Yeah, so Tim is that a stories. lot of things? Well, sorry, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, Tim, talk about uh, that. Tim stories, and that was uh, brought through my boy Francis because that's his. Tim stories is his uh, mentor. And Tim Stories, he's, he has a lot of connections to a lot of people in the industry, the Oprah's, Tyler Perry's, the 
people of that magnitude. Yeah. He does a lot of work and he does a lot of speaking engagements, coaching people, and he also uh, does ministry of sorts. Okay. So he's a very good dude, very genuine dude, uh, somebody you want to be around. So it was like, it was a dope opportunity. And he called your number? Francis, my boy Francis. Yeah, he yeah. Was okay, the one Francis. That it. Okay. But, but the thing is, is well, he trusts you to do that kind of work, and that's for a ma massive influence. That's right. what I was about to get to. So you must be knowing what you know, must be know what you do. You it, know what I mean? Is that in the fact that when you're a solid person and you're trustworthy and you come through on your word, people's going to respect that. Yeah. And you're putting out quality work and you don't try to do grimy business on, with people and you know, like to manipulate or you know take advantage of. That's going to resonate, and especially I'm good at what I believe in is over-delivering. So I'm, I say I'm about to do this. So say if, like, he hired me to do just pictures at an event, I'm going to come through with some video, too. Over I don't achieve. have to. Over I don't achieve. have to. Yes. But they're going to remember that. You yes. Know? Mm -hmm. So you got to plant those seeds so that it makes you stick out and you're memorable. It's like, okay, I have another engagement coming on. Let me hit Simmons, because he, he did this. He didn't have to do that, but he did blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then it's like, from there, it's a trickle-down effect where they're satisfied. Now they're recommending you to their people, their friends, family, whatever the case may be. Now you got more business coming through and generating. So that's my philosophy. I always try to over-deliver. Might, it might be a, of a thing like you want want to undersell yourself so when you come through, it's like, oh dang! I didn't know he was gonna do like. Right. So oftentimes, like that's how that's I a win. good sales pitch. That's how I win with clients. Is I'll say I'm gonna do this. I undersell, and then I come through with extras, and I'm like, oh okay, like he, he the truth. So how long have you been doing the production side of things? Because I mean, that's a a big huge influence that you did, right? Mm -hmm. So so the person that connected you with him to do that had to really trust your work. Hundred percent. So I mean, I, I would like the the audience to to know. You know how good you are for someone to bring you in mm -hmm. to trust you to do a, a massive influencer like that because mm -hmm. I mean if anything that went wrong it's on him and you you know what 100%. I'm saying so he trusted you so yeah. the people know what kind of work you do like how good you are at it uh, which part because <laughs> there's let's start there's our, let's, production and let's start at the photography because that okay. you know I'm sure you know I've seen a lot of uh, like a 360 booth that you have mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of uh, finances you know money that you had to put inside of your mm -hmm. business 100% so can you tell us about like the photography part the video part like so the photography I've been doing that since it's been 12 plus years if I want to say Man, it wasn't, like, when I was younger, never had a vision to do photography. It was never a thing in my mind. I wanted to do music. That was the only thing I was And when did that music start, before we get back to photography? When did that... I was doing that since I was in middle school. Oh, that, was so, that your dream? That was my thing, like, just, just rapping. And then, out of necessity, I started making beats, because I couldn't get beats. Uh, I tell the story uh, all the time, is that before Hit Boy, be, like, got like super popping. Shout out to Hit Boy. I, I came across him or whatever, and he was trying to he was selling beats at the time, and I was around eighteen. Like I barely have like it's my first job or whatever the case may be, and uh, through a friend I had met him whatever introductions or whatnot. And he was selling beats for a hundred dollars. In hindsight, cheap as hell. Mm -hmm. But at the time, I'm like, I ain't got money to spend a hundred dollars. I don't oh, know about that one. <laughs> so it was just like parting ways with a hundred dollars. I I didn't understand it at that point. But fast forward, I'm like, 
oh, that's actually cheap. But it forced me, well, I started making beats around 16, 17. I remember I got uh, Fruity Loops from my homeboy, Mike Ramirez. Uh, we ha I had the demo version. So with the demo version back in the day, around Fruity Loops 5, 6, or whatever, uh, you couldn't, like, you could make beats, but you couldn't save the session. So whatever you did, you had to export it. That was it. I mean, uh -huh. if you shut that that program down, right? So that was like my introduction, and I shift different to uh, different programs since. Uh, now I run through uh, Logic Pro X, but that was my beginning stages of music and production. That was your first love. That was that was my first love, uh, and at that time, when I want to say 23, 24, me and some of the homies, we was trying to put together an independent label. Got the LOC. Blah blah blah, and uh, I was like, "Well, we're gonna need pictures and videos." Somebody was like, "So," at that time, I was like, "Let me take some of this in uh, income tax money and invest it." And that's a key that a lot of times, and I'm gonna put that out there. Go ahead. A lot of times, people get their income taxes, and they don't use that to invest into themselves. I always took a portion of that because I got kids. Mm -hmm. I spend it on my kids, and now I invest it in myself. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I came across my first camera, investing into myself. Like, all right. Let, we need this camera to do pictures and videos. It's going to be necessary for promo, so let's get it. So, uh, Canon T4i, that was my first camera. Now, there's so many cameras that have been made since then, but that was my first camera. And I, I decided, like, consciously to do photography first so I can learn the functions of the camera, how the F-stops work, the, the ISO, the everything down the line, like how it worked. You studied it. I studied it. So that way, like once I learn how it functions, it translates as when uh, it translates well in my mind uh, when it's time to do video. So when you're filming, so it's like doing the same settings or whatever, but it's just different. And I, it's a couple of new things, uh, variables as far as uh, the frames per sec, uh, frames per second, and things of that nature. But outside of that, the quality and things like that, it's all the same. So once I learned the camera as far as the photographer, I'm like, let me jump out here. I'll do sessions here and there. And, uh, but I would just go back to work. Yeah. Like I always had like a regular job. I haven't worked a regular job since 2018 now. But wow. during that time, I'm like, all right, I got to do what I got to do type situation. So fast forward, uh, my homeboy Latif, shout out my boy Latif. He started doing photography sometime after me. Like as far as the initial time, mm -hmm. and but he took it serious, started learning Photoshop, the Lightroom, and all that, and he started bubbling. I'm like, hold up, <laughs> I'm like, you get a lot of traction. So right. I started having a conversation with him, whatever. I'm, I'm like, damn, I'm like, there's like money, money in this. Mm -hmm. Like I would make a little couple dollars here and there. I wasn't taking it serious like that, the way I should have. So once I seen from like with my eyes that there's real money in this, or, or let me crack down, let me really learn this, let me really learn Photoshop. Because at the time, I would just try to edit through Lightroom. That's, uh, which Lightroom came a long way, that's a different conversation. But at the time, like, to really get that look that you wanted, you would need to go through Photoshop. So I would try to, like, cut corners and not learn Photoshop for the longest, and then got time to the point where it's like, if you really want, want this thing to go far, you're gonna have to learn this. Mm. So I, I just dove in and started learning whatever, had different conversations with my boy Latif and other photographers or whatever, getting game here and there, going on YouTube. Cause I never went to school for none of this. 
music production, clothing, none of that. Mm-hmm. It's all YouTube University. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I live by. Yeah. <laughs> so going through the process of learning photography, it gave me the information that I needed to get to filming. That was what I really wanted to do, do music videos. But fast forward, I'm like, I'll do music videos today, but I really want to get into actually doing feature films and, and uh, shows and things of that nature. So that's where it landed me, like, in a, in a nutshell. I started not even having no clue of doing uh, any type of camera work. Right. Like, so is that your bread and butter right now? Is that uh, photography? Photography, because I'm like, it grew from doing just photography to doing video, doing the 360 booth, the photo booth. And as far as, like, whatever type of photo shoot you need to do, I can do that. Like. So this is what you perfect in your craft. You perfect in your photo uh, Pretty much because I'm like, at this point, music is easy for me. Mm-hmm. Making beats and, and writing songs is easy. And I think being the fact, like I said, I'm semester creative. And I had to learn a, learn at least about myself that I think I have like an ADHD type of situation. So I'll get bored with something. And I need a new challenge. I've done music like majority of my life. So I'm like, I can always come back to that. That's That's easy. Let me jump into these cameras. It's challenging me. It's making me think. It's making me uncomfortable. That's you want to get uncomfortable to learn, because mm-hmm. you ain't gonna learn if you if you always comfortable. You gotta put like that pressure. You gotta, you gotta feel that. Yes. You gotta feel that weight. If you ain't feeling that weight, then it's just like you're stagnant. You're content. That's the re- that's real. That's real. <laughs> I, you gotta be uncomfortable because mm-hmm. I mean, at the same time, that's when you start bazzing out mm-hmm. and you start be complacent and you kind of just think that. I mean, you get lazy, mm-hmm. and if you don't just keep testing yourself and challenging yourself, then it just all goes to waste. One hundred percent. All that stuff you just did goes starts going to waste. One hundred percent. And you lose the month. Like it's like that in training. If you stop exercising or stop playing the sport, whatever the case, you lose that. Like you, if you don't use it, you lose it. Right. You got to keep it active. You got to keep on activating it. Activate well, that muscle. Well, even with uh, my business, right? So. I, I got stagnant. We were doing decent, and I was just living off that, and I was just like, whatever, I'm just going to stay this way. Then I started thinking, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I can make more money. I can do so much more. So I just started doing it again, just started pushing, 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 mm-hmm. and that's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, because you can literally become a Baz on your own, mm-hmm. even be an entrepreneur. Right. Mm-hmm. You could just get stuck, or not even stuck, because you just got comfortable again, mm-hmm. and you got to get uncomfortable, just like you're talking about. Yeah, because it's like, uh, I don't know if y'all know who David Goggins is. Yes. Yeah. One of the baddest motherfuckers yes. in the world. But I remember he said something uh, to the effect that, like, you don't want to become domesticated as an animal you gotta keep that beast yeah if you become, like a, if you become a, a, a house dog like you're you're gonna lose that edge mm-hmm. that's gonna make you attack right it's like you're gonna be afraid to take those those risks and try to push and stuff because it's like all right like i'm only supposed to operate in this perimeter like if you put a uh, i'm gonna say it's a horse or an elephant one of the two like if you put like uh, i can't think of the uh the actual phrase but a rope around them to keep them in their space in their mind they can't move because this is it's connected to this pole so i can't move this is where you're you're, you're making yourself a prisoner yeah it's not even that you are truly prison it's your mindset yeah. so it's like all right i can't move i'm gonna stay right here this is all i'm gonna do with the rest of my life yeah have you ever felt imprisoned in your in in your field, like you know, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. Like you know, or one hundred percent. Because the thing is, 
even though there's a lot of uh, evidence out there, you can go Google, YouTube, whatever. When you're creating something from scratch and you don't know nobody personally, like how to build this out, like you don't know where the path is going. Because this is a pathway, like, you don't have no family, no friends close to you that built out a pathway where you can follow. Right. When yeah. you're creating a path, it's on you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're creative, like, you're, like your name, right? Yeah. If you're creative, you're, you're a lot of times you're creating things that doesn't really exist. Mm -hmm. And that's even, like, harder. You know, you know what I'm saying? There's no <laughs> blueprint. Right. Oh, so you got to create your own. 100%. It can take you a long time. 100%. You know, you could be working on this for a decade. 100%. You know what I'm talking about then. So, like, and it, could be, it's a li it could be a lifetime thing. And then right. all of a sudden, boom, something clicks mm -hmm. and it just takes off. And the hardest part about what you're saying is even getting people to believe in you oh. while you're creating. That's like almost. So how was that for you? Yeah, it's almost like non-existent. Most like, nobody believes in you, especially when you're first man, trying to start. Your support you, system. You barely believe in yourself. You have no choice but to do it. Man, yeah. if y'all only know my struggle. <laughs> but, uh, like, believing in the vision when nobody else sees it, like, nobody is obligated to believe you. That's good. Or to even help you. Yes. Mm. The vision is for you. Right. They're not, not obligated. You hear that, y'all? He said you're, the people are not obligated. Your family is not obligated to believe in you. You know, it's on you. It's on you. Because there's been times I'm like, why nobody really rocking with me the way I'm like, I'm putting out quality work. Like, what's, They almost stop talking to you. Like, they don't even want to hear you talk about it. Right. You know what I mean? There's one thing that, that, that I always kept with me that uh, changed my perspective forever. Uh... I remember at the time with the uh, with my boys, I still rock with my boy Fuego, but and then a couple other people. But as far as like the whole label we had built, like that's dissolved. But we was doing a show one time, and I was performing, and uh, didn't know none of the people in the crowd, whatever. And this one dude came up to me after my performance, like yo, like he was going crazy, like like damn, like that was wrong. Like, he was dude, into it, yeah. He was into it. And I was like, strangers will rock with you more, first yes. before your family you know. and your friends. Yes. Don't get me wrong, like there's some of my family and friends. Yes, that yes, rock yes, with, yes, but, yes. But as far as I like, rock the with you. Yeah, like the, <laughs> with the masters, if you gotta get the other people to believe you, then your family and friends yeah, like, oh I understand. Yeah. And it's like so you always like I had a, when we was having a conversation the other day, mm -hmm. proof of concept. You gotta have a proof of concept that this works. Mm -hmm. Then other people can see the results. Like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing. Oh, that makes sense. Like, but, but the hardest part too is, is um is when you're when when that is going down. You need them the most at that time. Right. And by the time they realize it, you're like, I don't really need you no more. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's kind of the way it goes. Right here. Yeah. 100%. Because it's like that's the thing, and it gets tricky because it can go depending on on how they were handling you at that time. Mm -hmm. If they were just just blatantly just not trying to support at all, not sharing nothing, X, Y, and Z, then it's like, ah, I got you. Mm -hmm. When I'm on, don't don't talk to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't talk to me when I'm on. Right. Because they like, I try to talk to you right now and had a conversation, but you wasn't trying to really mess with me. And some <laughs> people want things to happen overnight, and if they don't see it happen in, in, nah. in six months to a year, they really stop believing in you. Yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. So it's just like, if they don't see it, it's like, if they don't believe in it, it's like, okay, cool, you're not obligated to. Right. But once this start popping and start working, understand when I'm when you, you say I'm acting different, I'm like, nah, 
you didn't give me the energy that I was trying to give you from the get go. Right. And now you want to tap into my energy, into my source. I'm like, this this energy is premium. I got I operate on premium energy. Yes. And you got to stay strong. One hundred percent. Like you have to stay strong. You have to stay concentrated on the vision, because all these people they can um, they can make it where you feel like damn. Like th- maybe this isn't gonna work, mm-hmm. so you just ca- you can't focus on them. Because I mean, even with me, I had a really I'm not gonna even I'm not gonna even put the name out there, but I had a really I had a really close family member that I was just trying to vent to at one point. Like, oh man, like uh, this is going on, this is going on, and my business was still steady. It was doing steady, mm-hmm. and and I'm like, man, all this is going on, and um. And that family member was like, man, maybe we should just give it all up. I was like, what? Like, it's actually. <laughs> Those are the people you want to get out your life. Yeah, but I was like, I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? Can I vent? Like, you, certain people or even certain times, you can't even vent to certain people. You got to keep that to yourself. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the times you're like, damn, I'm just trying to vent to you. Just like, let it out. Mm-hmm. But you can't even do that because then it's like they're trying to push you back. Again, That's why you know? I'm very selective on, number one, who I talk to yeah. and who I seek counsel from. If, if you're not in my lane as far as any capacity, that you don't know this struggle, I'm like, I always tell people, me personally, I believe anybody, anybody that's an entrepreneur, they go, do, they go through depression okay. multiple different times. Yes. Until they own. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's, it's, a, it's a fleeting thing. Right. You know what I think it is, though? I've, I've been thinking about this, because we've been having a lot of podcasts talking to different um, business owners, entrepreneurs, and I feel a lot of I'm, it's, a lot of perspective is coming together for me. Mm-hmm. So, know what I think it is mm-hmm. more than just depression. I think that we're dying to ourselves, our mm-hmm. old selves, and and a new person is being born. Mm-hmm. So, like having to kill the the most like strongest part of you mm-hmm. that needs to die in mm-hmm. order to become that next person mm-hmm. right that's why we feel it's a depression mm-hmm. i really think that but i don't know if y'all seen my uh story that i posted last night uh in a nutshell i was saying your higher self is trying to talk to you mm-hmm. and it's hard for you to connect with your higher self because you're so wrapped up in your lower self but if you let your lower self take uh, if you if you allow your higher self to pull you up and listen to your higher self and detach from the old you, it's so much more. Right. But you can't see it because you're so attached to the old to the old. You don't want to let it go. You don't want to let it go. Those bad habits. Right. You don't want to let it go because it, it feels good. The it's worst habits are the strongest part of you that you. That's hardest part to let mm-hmm. go. And I really believe that. One hundred percent. You know. So I, I, when you were saying that, it just makes all the sense. And I, and that just came to me now. Like, I yes. really don't think it's a full depression. Mm-hmm. I really think it's you dying. Right. You know what I mean? Like, That's a good way to look at yes. it. I, I, I just, like that. Yes. I've never heard that. But I literally just thought of that I as like you were that. talking. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I wonder if that's what it really is. Right. Yeah, You're actually dying. Because mm-hmm. I, I have this belief that every day that you go to sleep and you wake up, you recreate yourself based off experiences and memories. So you can choose on who you're going to be that day. Yeah. Because think about it. When you go to sleep, your mind is basically, in a nutshell, cut off. And you wake up, you you remember certain key things. So when you wake up, you have the ability to create yourself. That's why I'm rooted in, in, uh, in being the master of your destiny. Don't get me wrong, I understand goddesses and all that stuff, but a lot of times people, and this is where stuff can get controversial, but a lot of times people speak as things is already written out and is already preconceived. 
I don't think so. I, I, I'm not. I'm not of that notion because I feel like there's people that became crackheads and got clean mm-hmm. and doing good for themselves, right? Or even great for themselves. Yeah. Right. Their story could have stopped right there in the '80s when when the epidemic was going on, mm-hmm. but they transitioned out of that. Right. It's about the mindset and the, and the willpower. Right. I believe you, that. If you can 100%. tap into that, mm-hmm. then you can create like. There's something I remember uh, seeing this interview with Wyclef John, and uh, he basically said in a, in a nutshell, he went from living in a hut in Haiti to living in the projects to living in a house to living in a mansion. Hmm. You do the math. Right. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That should have been. Do that, the math. that should it, not even happen. Right. You know, he, I, he made I, it happen. He right. <laughs> yeah. And I it's, mean, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. And it's crazy how we don't always need. You know, the people around us to speak life in our life. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go on different platforms just like this and have uh, others speak life into your life mm-hmm. when you have, you know, even some of your peers speaking death yep. or they speak in negative. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's important that we do, like yourself, you have a lot of people in your life that you, I'm, I'm sure, you have a few people, not a lot, a few people in your life mm-hmm. that speak life into you. Yeah. You know, so how important is that? Well, number one, I got to speak to the fact uh, of your phone call the other day. When you had hit me out the blue, and, I, and it was crazy because it was it was just a confirmation that I needed. And uh, I was, in a nutshell, like, yeah, hit me up or whatever. Uh, he was telling me about the experience with your recent uh, episode. And I was like, okay, that's dope. Y'all met X, Y, and Z. I'm like, dope, that's dope. And But at the time, I was thinking, I'm like, all right. I might not have uh, currently because I have two podcasts going on. Don't shoot the messenger, and he says she thinks with my uh, boy Richard and my homegirl Erica. Nice. Uh, but uh, during that time, I was like, all right, I, I I need to get heavy into this content creating, and I know that I dropped these wise words videos and our posts, whatever post that I post at the time saying wise words hashtag, and uh, I was like, you know what? Let me really put a production behind that, and then like. So you call me, we shooting the shits or whatever. And he's like, yo, you said something the other day. A lot of people looked over. I don't think they really was aware about what you said. And it was to the to the extent of wanting to create a short film over the summer. And when I posted that, a lot of people, like, I was just thinking, I'm like, I'm going to do like a project over the summer and, you know, move on to the next thing. When I posted that, a lot of people start tapping in. I want to be a part. I want to be a part. I want to be a part. I'm like, damn, I'm like, I don't know. If they want to be a part because they fuck with me, or they just want to be a part of something, but whatever. Or they just saying they want to be a part. Either or. You know what it is though too. Before you finish, because like I want to lose my train of thought on that. Uh So I feel like um, a lot of people just want to be a part of something, Mm -hmm. and um, and even if it's for clout for themselves. But I feel like a lot of people don't even don't even don't even want clout. Because, I mean, there's certain people that just want to be a part of something. Now, they like to be hidden in the in the cut. You know what I mean? So, it's kind of cool, like, how people, but people are looking for something. Mm-hmm. Even with this podcast right now, like, I mean, I feel like we don't talk about our feelings. We've never done that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And, and, and it's not like we're really talking about our feelings, but we're talking about our thoughts. And this is men, right? Mm-hmm. So, as we're doing this, I feel like this is in a sense, um, doing something for our minds. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it's, it's, it's making us be better in our everyday lives. And growing, yes. And we're growing doing this with certain people. And other people have 
their own perspective on life and things like that. And as we talk, a lot of things just come together and it starts to build something. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're building something not with just ourselves and the and, and the podcast and the house over baths, but with the the guests that come in here. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like something's being built from that. One hundred percent. I mean, because it's like, and I was having this conversation. Uh, I want to say with my boy Fuego. No matter of fact, it was with you. Uh, we was talking about uh, the importance of building community. Mm -hmm. Because I'm so yeah. used to being a lone wolf and just being to myself. Like, by nature, I'm introverted. I had to learn it to become extroverted. And I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. And like the, uh, the old African proverb I told you the other day, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Mm -hmm. Because you, you can do only so much by yourself. But imagine if you can multiply people, uh, another you, another you, another you. Now you're working towards, you know what I'm saying, to that, towards that goal where y'all can build and go further. You know, versus going fast, it's like, all right, then you get to the top and like, then it's, I'm lo it's lonely at the top. Because mm -hmm. you didn't pull nobody up with you. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I believe in, in this uh, phase of my life, I feel like it's key to build community. A lot of times people is only off for themselves and trying to build for themselves. Me, 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 me. Uh -huh. But what about the people? Right. Like, how many other people can you give an opportunity? Even speaking towards, like, creating that film. Yes, go back to that. Uh, like, creating that film, I'm like... Everybody was interested in... And people was interested, and my thing is, like, this can be a platform that a lot of people can jump off of. Right. And build for themselves and start their career, regardless if it's acting or being part of the light crew, the sound... Whatever the case may be, like if I go, if I follow through with this and do it the way that I'm supposed to, and as you said, it was like that was God talking. Mm -hmm. if, I, if I if I let God keep on planting the seed, it was like okay, like this is the platform that launched X, Y, and Z career. Now they doing big things. It's going to the top. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like sometimes there's so much that's connected to you, and you got to show up. If you don't show up, there's so many other people that don't even get that opportunity. Are you gonna let that die and, and fade away? Are you gonna be the birth of the next Michael B. Jordan or whoever you wanna? You know what I'm saying? That seed that was planted, you know, is 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 still in the ground, 100%. and and is waiting on you to uh, water it it's, and it's produce it. Co yes. Germinate. Yes. <laughs> and we ain't gonna let the pesticides take over. Hey, nah. This is this is uh, natural. Yes. <laughs> so, what's the idea for this film? Right now, I, I'm still building on the idea on which way to go with it. Um, I believe, well, more than likely, I'm going to either do some type of comedy or a drama because those are easy to create without a major budget. Because if we start getting into action films, now you got to do all this extra stunt doubles and stuff yeah. like that. And it's, I'm like, I can't rent a helicopter. That's just not in my budget. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> not right now. But it's going to come. But it's good that one. you understand that. You know what I mean? You know your lane already. Mm -hmm. So now it's just time to uh, walk in it. 100%. You know? 100%. So even, let's go back to the network real quick. I want to get into some of the stuff, but I feel like it's what so we're good. doing right now yes. is we're just going to stick to this for now. Right. Um, so the network thing. So this is something that me and Ronnie have been talking about for a little bit. It's funny that you said that because a lot of the times, a lot of people are in it for me, 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 right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to lie. Most entrepreneurs, mo most people that are trying to build something are usually about them. It, it, it is what it is. I'm going to say I was the same way. 
Um, doing this platform though um, has 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 changed my my uh, my mind on a lot of things. And we've been talking about building a network for House Over Baz, and literally calling House Over Baz Network, yeah. doing something. I don't know if you're familiar with like uh, a BNI. Are you familiar with like the Chamber of Commerce things mm -hmm. like that? Well, they have network groups where um, they put all these people in a room, and they kind of just honestly they just kind of build each other up a little bit. Mm -hmm. But what we're thinking of doing, which I think would be great to just explain a little bit, what we want to do is um, we want to build a network where we bring in entrepreneurs, our creators. Are different people together, and um, and that like the person that is, we team up people as as we go. Like okay, so let's just say there's a group of thirty people, and you're going to team up two people together, mm -hmm. and and each person is going to have to figure out how they can help that entrepreneur. Not about themselves. They got to explain what they do mm -hmm. to each other, and then that person has to think. Even if it's something small, it doesn't matter. Even if it's like hey. I got a connection for you. I have I don't know anything about your business. I have no connections to your business, but I do got one connection that might be able to connect you. And then uh, uh, somehow it, it goes, and he has to be there helping him have it go. Not saying you have to have all the time in the world for that. You right. might not have time, right? But there is things you can do, and, and it's possible. You know what I mean? And, and, oh, they I got like time. Yeah. There, there's, a, there's cell phones. There's Yeah, there is. There's so there's always something you can do to connect or to help or to help build that business. Mm -hmm. Even something small, it doesn't really matter what it is. Yeah. But we're going to make it a thing where it has to be done. Like if you're going in this, you're going to have to figure out how you can help that bit, that guy and his business out. I would, just a spitball and ideas yeah. for you, I wouldn't even limit it to just one person. I would say each meeting... You focus on, so say there's 20 people in a room. Oh, okay. Each meeting, each meeting of. Uh, Better. Yes. Oh, my the bad. Cameras. <laughs> this is your camera. Sorry. Okay. Each meeting, um, so say there's 20 people in a room, like y'all choose five people to focus on. And so now you're creating a mastermind Ooh. group. What's a good That's idea? That's a good idea. On to, to create uh, basically an uh, incubation situation where it's like okay like let's pour ideas into this mm -hmm. and let it grow it's because it's almost what's it called uh that's a great idea what's it called um group economic uh group ec economics mm -hmm. so how a group of y'all come together and so say every month y'all put twenty dollars in the pot twenty dollars in the pot that's the that's the do twenty dollars nobody's thinking about twenty dollars you can part ways with twenty dollars especially if y'all working and y'all grinding and then so after Whatever date y'all select, it's like we're going to dump this into your business or dump it into your marketing, whatever the case, so that we can help grow that. And it's like now you're creating that uh, community where each person is flourishing. And then that way, if, so say you having a tough year or whatever, y'all put so much in the pot already. Like, yo, like, let's have a conversation. Because like, now we have the blockchain uh, uh, technology. So the blockchain, it allows y'all to come to an agreement. And uh, hold it like, and nobody can manipulate the contract. So it's like whatever y'all come to the conclusion to. I don't know the super ins and outs of it, but in a nutshell, that's what it is. It's a it's a contract that nobody can breach, and everybody can view the stipulations of the contract. And whatever stipulations y'all set, that's what y'all abide by. So if it takes yeah. everybody to access the account or whatever the case may be, 
Like y'all have to do your research. Don't take me at my full. No, no, no. But yeah, this is all this is all ideas, anyways. But yeah, I completely understand what you're saying. Yeah, but it's like one instead of just like pairing like each person is just like why the more minds y'all can put towards yeah. something, I like that the better. Yeah, that's actually a better idea. Right. I like that better. That's that's an awesome idea. Yeah, because um, I mean, think about it like this. It's like we're forming a pack, right? Mm-hmm. In a sense, they're all the alpha. Pack. Yeah. <laughs> we're forming a wolf pack, right? So they're, they're you're part of the wolf pack. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it'd be all like alpha, new, alpha, new world order. Yeah, and it'd be like all alphas, right? Mm-hmm. So as we bring them in, like everybody has their own packs outside of that. Mm-hmm. But that's the ultimate pack mm-hmm. because these are all business owners, all like the masterminds of all these operations. Mm-hmm. So they, why why aren't business? And I'm not sure if this is going on, but I, I don't think why aren't business owners coming together helping other small? Because everybody's owners? about me, 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 me. Right. There are. Some some people that's clicking up, right? Because I've seen it. Like, I follow different partnerships. Groups, but not like a network group. That's no, it's like a network. So oh, like, like a major for example, network. Like I don't. Do y'all follow Earn Your Leisure? Yes. Like they're good at doing. I that. love Earn Your Leisure. Circle of bosses. They're good at doing that. So it's just like there's not a lot of people doing it, but it's out there. But we need to bring that more to the forefront. We so got to make it common. One hundred percent. We got to make it common. Because I'm like we, the thing is too. I'm like as especially in current times. I'm like. These banks are shaky. Yeah. Right. Like, the, the bank community is shaky. Right. So I'm like, imagine if you come together with your family or clo- close friends or whatever, and y'all create y'all little system where y'all can pour in and then pull from. Because I always had this mindset, and it's not to knock like nobody religion and, and stuff like that. I'm more spiritual than religious. But imagine if all the churches, instead of come on. <laughs> I'm about to go deep. Go deep. <laughs> so instead of like all the churches is pouring to like the offering or whatever, and you don't know where the money is going, what if like as a community we form banks? Mm-hmm. The church was the bank. Right. Like, you know how much that yes. would change poverty? Yes. And people that's going through, they don't have it to, to pay their light bill with X, Y, and Z. Like, you could have, you could do the loan situation through the church. Like, I'm like, that would be a more. Safe haven. Safe haven, a better solution than what we have in line right now because it's just like currently, like with these banks, I'm like, they're falling apart. The, the dollar is about to go digital. And they're using your money for something else. And like, yeah, yeah, they invest your money. Every time <laughs> bank, so. Your money might not and be it, there. They're going to like, hold on, we got to go get your money from it, over here. Like imagine with your church, whatever, y'all, have, y'all putting in on a crowdfunding towards a business or some real estate. Yeah, that's a great idea. You know, like... That's, That's a great idea. I'm like, we have to be more forward thinkers. We we, we think that like, and it's not to knock churches, or whatever. That's just my philosophy on that, on that, on that. But it's just as a community, like people coming together and it's just like putting their money in a pot. But it's hard to trust people. Oh well, yeah, that's that's the thing too. That's something like okay, because I got friends. I want to say the names, but I got a few friends that have great ideas. They have. They, 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 they will not. They will destroy their idea yeah, if so there was sabotage. money involved. Like if I gave them money, they would destroy. That money would be gone. They would destroy mm-hmm. the idea. So I feel like if, if, if we do a network that we build like this, they got to come with something already. So they have to have their business. There has to be like a, a really hardcore, uh, uh, like, like a, things that they have to do in order to be involved in that network. If yep. they can't just join the network, mm-hmm. there has to be a bunch of things that they have to go through before we say, okay, this person can join that network. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we have to see their finances, all that kind of stuff, what they're doing. If they're, if, if they're going to be getting money from this network, we got to see if that's something we would do because what if they're just blowing that money? Yeah. You know what I mean? Bruh, when I did that video for, uh, for that influencer, 
the uh, place you live at, the condos, you can't get in unless you make tw uh, a quarter million dollars. You don't even qualify to live. I was like, they do that? Yeah. Man, I didn't know they did that either. I didn't. I'm like, that's a, <laughs> a that was crazy to me. But I'm like, but it keeps like the people they ain't serious yeah. about their stuff out. Yeah. So just imagine like using like that type of philosophy to just like yes, you have to be in business a certain amount of years. You uh -huh. got to generate a certain amount of income, yeah. like so that it weeds out the bad seeds. It was like, all right, I know that you're uh, responsible. You're uh, you know who's the wolves and who's the bass. Yeah, right? you know what I'm saying. It it differentiates uh, differentiates like the two. Right. Yeah. So. That's that's a, that's a way to look at it. That's a great idea. Yeah. I feel like we're just coming together with this idea, just talking about it right now. <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? the creator for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we're gonna have to come up with this idea, man. Hey, put it on paper. Yeah, yeah. Put, say, put it on paper. Make it plain. Yes. <laughs> so do you, you got a lot of uh, of your um, future uh, goals and stuff on on paper, blueprint, anything? Like how do you, how do you? Function. Tell us how do you function? How do you prep? How what does your preparation look like? With me, I'm I'm a visual person. I just gotta try. Mm -hmm. So it's just like I'll get the idea, and whether or not I might act on it in that particular second, because I might have other things going on. I'm gonna come back to it, and it's like all right, let's just see what we can put together. Now, I ain't gonna sit here and cap like I'm the most structured person in the world. That's my downfall is not being super structured and stuff like that. But I know how to put together, like, the, the skeleton and build on it. You know what and you're I'm, looking for. I know what I'm looking for. I'm going to put up the shots and like, it, might, it might stick it. It might won't. <laughs> I'm the same way, dude. <laughs> exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about because that's exactly why I am. I ain't all structured and all that. I see what it is, but I need a team to, like, put things together here and there. But, and i got to get make sure it gets done. But that's a key one. Going back to what I was saying, community. Because uh -huh. your strong suit might not be structured. Mm -hmm. You know how to birth an idea and cultivate it, mm -hmm. but structuring and doing the intricate parts, the paperwork and stuff like that, that might be boring to you. You yeah. need to get somebody in place that can do that. And that's literally what it is. You it's know? boring as hell it's, to me. It, yeah. I hate So if you it. ain't got a team, you're in trouble. You know, because you might be at a stagnant. Well, well, no, you can get it done, but mm -hmm. just, it's just an annoying. It's, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and when you get to a certain level, you're like, I ain't touching that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm at a certain spot in my business where I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't care what they say. Yeah. Like, right. And when I, I got to do it, I'm like, oh, my God. It's, it's like Man, annoying. It's, it's draining. And it's weird because I'm like, I always say uh, creativity comes in different form, and each form can be tedious, but it... It utilizes different parts of your mind. Yeah. To where it's like certain things you can do, like so video editing, I can do that, but it's very tedious. Yeah. Even with photography, it's very tedious. But you start to talk about working on a car or whatever. I'm like, that's a tedious project too. But I ain't doing that. Yeah. I'm not wired for that. I'm wired for this type of tedious. You know, like so. There's different things that, as far as like paperwork, it's just. It's either you wired for that type of work or you're not. I don't want to do. Uh, it's weird because I'm a selective social person, so I'm I'm introverted and I can be social, but I don't care to talk to everybody. Some people they just want to talk to everybody, interact. So I'm like, I know in my business as far as being a content creator, photographer, videographer, whatever you want to call it, I have to interact with people. I, I can do that with the one on one. You put me up in a restaurant to work and be a server. I'm getting fired. 
I'm getting fired because I'm not that type of social person. Right. Because I'm like, you're going to come complaining to me and you're going to try to pressure me. I'm like, yo, look, look. Hey. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm about to call you out your name. And Just eat your food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And be merry. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not wired for that. Everybody got their own thing that they're wired for. So building uh, on a business, like a lot of times in the beginning stages, everything falls on you. You have to be the the uh, the boss and the maintenance guy. <laughs> like you got to play all the roles until you get to a point where you can pay to fill those roles and positions. And that's where I'm like, I'm looking at stuff. I'm like, okay, it makes a lot of sense to delegate. You're playing a lot of roles right now. Yeah. You, as, a, as an entrepreneur, you have a lot on and, your plate. And that's why I'm trying to shrink stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so with that being said, so where where does Josh want to go? Like, what is, I'm not going to say your end goal, but I want to say, like, what's your big goal? What What is something that you probably haven't talked about? Something that, I mean, you know, I know you brought up the the film, mm. but but uh, what is let's just say five years from now, where does Josh want to be? So going back to the conversation me and Ronnie had the other day, excuse me, excuse me. A little Eric my bad. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, my major goal is to create a big film studio for the IE, because oftentimes we have to go to Burbank and Hollywood. And I'm like, there's a lot of talented people out here, and they just need the outlet. Or they need, because I'm like, all, of course, Warner Brothers Studios, they have everything in the world. But I'm like, what if we had something out here so creatives can come and shoot their podcast or shoot their movie or shoot their television series or record their album, whatever the case may be, having that central hub. And I often say, I'm, one day I'm going to be the Tyler Perry of the IE. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, it's going to be a thing. Like, I'm not, well, Tyler Perry just bought BET. He has the biggest studio out there in, in Atlanta right now where he bought an old, uh, it was an old. Yes, he just did that. Uh, Confederate base. Yes. But I'm like, I'm like, that's powerful. So it was just like, that's my thing is to create the opportunities and jobs and bring all that stuff for the IE. And it's growing too. So I mean, that's very possible. They have every. I mean, they have so much stuff coming out here, Rancho area, and all that. That's that's so possible, man. Because I was like, ideally, which I know is probably not possible now, but who knows what the future says. But I'm like, if I could have, because I know they tore down the Carousel Mall. Right. If I could have made that the central hub, we would have won. Because I'm like, think about it, San Bernardino County. We live in San Bernardino County. That's the hub right there. Right. Mm -hmm. In that area. And then you then you actually put positive energy into the community. And now you can give out jobs to help support people in that area. And now it's like instead of having people having like the preconceived idea of what they have for San Bernardino, now you pumping funds in it because the bread and butter back in the day for San Bernardino was the military that was there. Right. But they moved a long time ago. So now they don't really have like money really going into the city. So now if you have the central hub of San Bernardino County booming, imagine what it does for the other cities surrounding it. That's good that you're selfless and you're thinking about other people. You know, yeah. I know you can. I always say, being selfless in a selfish world is the ultimate challenge. Huh. Ultimate challenge. Yeah, I mean, especially nowadays. I mean, it, it's all about being selfish. And big eyes and little use. Mm -hmm. 
Go you on know? social media, you can just see what their faces like. Uh, selfies, everything is selfish. It's and nobody crazy. can't do, and nobody cannot do business. Mike Barron, shout out to Mike Barron, said last week. He says, and it's important because uh, my son is an entrepreneur too. He's twenty one, and he has a, the mindset of entrepreneur and he's doing his best to learn as he go. Mm -hmm. And uh, I always tell my son, uh, and Mike Barron said it last week, you can't do this alone. You know, we want to be the only one and the only name and look at me, you know, look what I'm doing. I did this. No one that has done anything in business alone. Donald Trump, you know, anybody who has, you know, uh, a business and you haven't done it alone. So it's not just you. Your network is your network. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at the big corporations. Obviously, they haven't done it alone. They right. know that. Right. They, they don't want us to come together. And, but that's they why they're, the, well, that's why they're big corporations, yeah, because they know that they can't. Publicly yeah. traded com uh, companies. Right. They need other people's dollars to get to yeah, it. Definitely. They don't use their own money. They don't. Right. They don't. Other they don't use their own money. <laughs> we have no choice. Yeah. Most of these dudes were born rich. You know right. What I mean? Right. We have no choice but to use our dollars yes. to get going. You know. Yes. But but they don't want us to get bigger because then it takes money out of their pocket. Right. So the bigger like if, if we came together as a network like that, I guarantee they wouldn't like that. 100%. They're trying to shut everything down now with the people that are just talking about male masculinity and things right, like that right. come together as a network dude i guarantee they would try to come at us and, and because they want that. the ones already in place because they have control over the ones out that's already in yeah, place yeah they want control yes that's that's, that's like number one for sure that's you, what gotta, they want. you gotta imagine this as minorities black and brown if we was to come together and say we're not about to spend money with X, Y, and Z company, <laughs> and we about to grow these businesses and focus on our communities, it would we would kill them all, Bruh. like all of them. Bruh. There's so many of us. <laughs> if we took all our monies out the bank and it like going back to to just dollars into transactions and stuff like, they they all go crazy. Right. And we we just gotta build community. That's and, the key. And, I mean, and, and I feel like a lot of people that are coming in here are understanding that. Yes. We, we've been talking about this, man. Mm -hmm. This is something we've been talking about. And now, but I feel like talking about it more and more is kind of building more of a uh, of something inside of us. We're like, let's just do it. Mm -hmm. Let's just get it done. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's something we should keep talking about. 100%. Keep building, you know. But even bringing a lot of guests that we've already bring in, entrepreneurs, come all together. We can e even do some type of live with all of us together. Right. And you said and just, it earlier. Yeah. Just, How can I help your business? Yes. And just figure out, hey, what, what do you guys think about this? Mm -hmm. what, what would you guys do? And just come up with ideas and just have a whole podcast about it. That'd be thing, good, dude. The thing, too... Like, when you do that, like, if you ain't coming with the heart to actually activate those thoughts, like, if I come in, I throw, like, a million-dollar idea, and uh, I don't know who I was talking to about it. I don't know if it was you or my boy. But, uh, like, a lot of times, like, you'll, you'll tell people how to make a million dollars exactly, and they will not go and do it. No, they won't. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nah, like, they will not do it. <laughs> like, it is, it's the weirdest thing. It's like, you can tell them... X, Y, and Z, this is how you make a cake. But the fact that they have to do the process and make that cake, yeah, they, they ain't going to do it. They ain't going to do it. Nah, they ain't going to do it. That's, that's the norm. That's why that's what, what, now, what they were saying, it's 1%, but we're like four, the fourth percent of the world now. Mm -hmm. Like, because there's so many of us now, like 4% of people that are entrepreneurs of the world. That's crazy. I mean, that's just the way it is. But we've been dealing with other entrepreneurs, so it would be cool if those guys are trying to do something, right? Mm -hmm. So if we brought other entrepreneurs together,
they were already a step ahead in a sense. So we can all come together and figure out how we would do this network. Mm -hmm. And that'd be a good thing to, to, to show the people right. and start bringing people in. Because we even talking about, I'm in the Chamber of Commerce for Fontana. Uh -huh. And Fontana just gave up um, the most money in history out of all the United States to, um, they gave a grant to um, a, a, a transportation business out here over a million dollars. Mm. Um, and and uh, you know, I'll give her a shout out. She's the one that <laughs> was in charge of that. Right. And um, and, and so I, I've, I've met the mayor of Fontana and we want to get them on the show. So shout Definitely. out to, to you guys. Mm. But um, yeah, yeah, that's something that, that they're doing. They want to keep businesses in Fontana and people in Fontana um, um, job opportunities. Mm -hmm. So, so like, if you look at all the warehouses that just been popping up, like, it's yeah. like Amazon on every block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's, it's, it's real out here. So I'm like, I, I, I believe it. Like they're pumping money into it to make the economy like boom and keep people here like because i'm like if you look at the pandemic or uh when it when it when it happened a lot of people couldn't work they could not work and you was either you either had to have some hustle on you or you, you doing a ppp or whatever the case may be like it showed people true colors that's when i started like really leaning into my entrepreneurship i'm like oh yeah because i Go ahead. Do you think AI will come in and take uh, over any part of your business in your fields? Is it I, a possibility? I don't think so. Not right now. As far as like, so let's say photography and videography. Like, maybe down the line they might figure out the nuances, but there's certain nuances to filming and photography that a computer can't do right now. Mm -hmm. So it's like there's certain settings and. Certain like you like oh that I don't like that shot run it back like you know what I'm saying like you want to capture the emotion the detail is too strong the detail like the detail of just knowing what emotion to tap into is like mm, you can make that a little bit more convincing or like with editing like there's different tools you can utilize to help the process but without somebody activating it it's like it, it don't really make too much of a difference but I won't say it's impossible. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I think this, and I've been I've been thinking about this a lot, and I've been listening to some other people talk about this, and I, and I, I think that the jobs, AI is going to take a lot of jobs, a lot of jobs, uh, but but if you're a howler, I don't feel like you got to wor worry about that. That's good. You know 100%. why though? Because you're going to learn the AI system you need to learn right to build your business better. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or you're going to be scared Super of the AI, uh -huh. yeah, and the AI the bases are going to be done right they're gonna be i mean there's gonna be so much poverty probably because of this right but but the the howlers are going to use ai i'm using ai to my advantage right now right to supersede, supersede. i'm using ai to my to my advantage I'm, I'm plugging in all my information for fix it diesel and it's learning my business mm -hmm. i'm plugging all my information for house over baths and it's learning the business as you keep doing that it learns your business so it can help create more what can i do to optimize my business boom and it starts telling you stuff yeah the is like if you're gonna like what i'm looking at is people are afraid of ai mm -hmm. i'm looking at ai like i'm, I'm gonna use you to my advantage yeah because they ain't coming in here uh, no. working on no diesels no but even then <laughs> i still i still wouldn't be scared because i look at it and like oh ai is my the guy used to work here 
Yeah, writing all my right, stuff right, 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 right. up. He's my Richardson. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like I, I literally have that to my advantage. It's your advantage because now you don't have to pay thirty dollars nah. an hour, thirty two dollars nah. an hour. No, I got somebody in here. Boom! Now it's just AI. Boom! Right. But it's even doing more than that. It's learning mm-hmm. all the stuff I'm plugging in. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I use it to my advantage, and I feel like if you're a certain kind of person. That's how you're gonna look at it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, th- I got all this now. Mm-hmm. I got way more, but everybody's like, oh shoot, to I'm grow. scared. Yeah, I'm scared because it's gonna take my jobs. And, and those people that are scared, it is gonna take their jobs. Mm-hmm. But the people that are looking looking at it as an advantage, mm-hmm. then boom, because I mean that can write your resume. Right. You know what I mean? I write your whole like, a dope resume for you. And it should be taking all these fast food jobs because people should be more sh- people should be wanting more for their lives. Yeah, building yeah. more businesses, building, more building build- things. businesses. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but it, it, and warehouses. You but, know what I mean? You can't get stuck in a warehouse house too long man yeah i did that for majority of my adult life and i won't go back right well i've been to a warehouse for one of my customers and they don't have nobody working there they have like a supervisor there walking around that's it and they have machines putting all the boxes up right there's nobody there right so i mean you know like hundreds of people that would work at something like that gone job gone yeah you know that's not because i i did warehouse work since 18 until excuse me um, till 2018, I don't remember how old I was, but and you still were an entrepreneur while you were doing this. I was still grinding on the side or whatever, but I wish I would have left a long time ago. And my last job, which was uh, I was working at Frito Lay, which was a good paying job, uh, but it was taking too much of my time. I remember, and man, working graveyard shift, working 10, 12 hour <laughs> days. I, I was burnt out and I was getting depressed on it. Mm-hmm. And I guess I call it a uh, divine intervention, but it, it came to a point where they let me go because of my attendance. So it forced me to like get on my hustle. It's like, all right, you about to figure this out. Get on the grind. So thank you, Frito Ole, for letting him go because now he's doing better. <laughs> now he's howling. <laughs> it, for, it forced me to get on my grind and figure this out. And even though today I'm still trying to figure it out because I'm trying to grow business, but I would have stayed comfortable. Yeah, it forced me. It's like, yo, if you ain't gonna move. Look, I'm gonna give you a little nudge. Mm-hmm. Get get out there in the deep end. Kick your feet. Kick your feet. <laughs> so when me and my brother started uh, my business, um, we got fired too because they found out we had a shop on the side, mm. and he just didn't like it. It wasn't interfering with what he had. So I mean, I wouldn't even been a business owner if he if he didn't fire me. Yeah, right. You know, I used all that money that that I did on my last check to start my business. Yeah. And I haven't stopped since, but that was eight years ago. Howling. So sometimes, like, you need to get fired. You got to get uncomfortable. Sometimes you got to be in a comfortable position. Getting fired is uncomfortable. Yes. Because I'm like, it was, like I said, it's divine mm-hmm. intervention. God is looking at you. I'm like, I know you don't want to be there. Right. But we're going to have to fix that because you, 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 this ain't for you. Right. You've been no. saying that for the longest. So <laughs> let me give you a little push. Mm-hmm. It's gonna hurt a little bit. Like you're gonna feel uncomfortable, but if you keep on kicking your feet in the water, swing your arms a little bit, oh you gonna You gonna start swimming? I'm floating. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, let me kick my feet in one direction and move towards one direction. Oh, like now I'm actually swimming. I want I wanna ask you one question because we are getting like we 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 are already almost out of time. Overtime, right? Yeah, so I wanna ask you a question though before we're out of time. Okay. I wanna ask you so who is Josh Simmons? Who are you? I mean, take away all electronics, everything you got going on. Who are you as a person? Joshua Simmons. Uh, I believe in God first and foremost. Uh, that, that goes without saying. 
Uh, I'm a father, son, brother. Uh, can't say I'm a husband just yet. Uh, I'm a man that stands on principle and honor. A lot of times, people don't really talk about honor nowadays. It's, it's a lost, it's a lost uh, art, I guess you can say. But I believe in honor. The honor system is, is uh, important because when things get real, it's gonna show what you really built on. Yes. When it, when it gets real mm -hmm. and you have no honor about yourself, are you gonna rob your brother? So you can stay afloat? Mm -hmm. Or are you going to figure it out or come to your brother and was like, y'all, I'm hurting X, Y, and Z instead of robbing them? Chills. You know what I'm saying? I got the chills. So it's just like, I, f I believe in being a man about your word, uh, being a grinder, being a hustler, being a, a howler, uh, and just, just keep on pushing. I'm just a man that I just feel like you got to keep on pushing and... Moving your purpose. Figure out what your purpose is and keep on moving towards that. Even when it seems like it's dark and far away, keep on moving. Keep on pushing. Because it might not make sense, but it's going to get greater later. It might not make sense now, but it gets greater later. Good. Yeah, that's a good one. So I, I want to thank you for coming out. I appreciate the invite. And I want you guys to like and subscribe. Like this episode um, and subscribe to us. We're going to keep building up. I appreciate all you guys watching and subscribing. Um, and we have a lot of people watching in Russia for some reason, and I and I thank you guys for watching. Good shout out to Russia. Yeah, shout out to Russia, and um, yeah. So thank you for coming on. Um, that's Howls of a Bass. Howls of a Bass. Shed the sheep, and we're out. We're out. Hey.